0: Hello and welcome to the Two Tones podcast. It is uh, the official podcast of the uh, Carlton Football Club. Uh, Tony DeBolfo. Greetings, Tony. It's going to be a hard one. Uh, And myself, Tony Moak. There it is, round 21. As Winston Churchill said, for the next half an hour or so, Tone, we must brace ourselves to our duty. Very, very true. uh, But before we get into that, Tone, it is round 21. There's only one giant number that sticks out, of course, to me. Well, the game's record holder Tone yeah.
1: stands out like a beaker, does he? Yeah. See, Bradley, Esquire, one of the great players, could have, um, could have gone, gone around for another year yeah, or, and,
0: t- or two. Just asking,
1: and had, had not stopped ninety nine at Port Adelaide before he came over. So probably would have played five hundred. Oh my god! Uh, what a player! You know, when he came in Tone, you would have remembered for Simo's uh, three hundred. That famous oh, yes. photo yeah. now. And uh, to me, looked
0: to be still at his ideal playing weight. Um, I well, he was a footballer. He was and a complete health freak. I remember one of the things I'll always remember reading about uh, Bradles is after the '95 premiership, he basically had to be ordered to drink a celebratory beer. He uh, like his body was an absolute temple. Yes, I'm, I, I'm told that the same request was put to you. I'm dreadful, ninety five, Is that right? That, that's I and I did my duty. <laughs> <laughs> Those <laughs> so were the days. We, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, we're further away from that year uh, than I think ever we have been. Uh, we are going to reflect on the round twenty game, Carlton seven four forty six versus. Uh, Greater Western Sydney. Have a listen to this for a a scoreline 23-13-151. I'm sure a lot of people thought as soon as we hit triple figures, we're leaving the ground.
1: Well, it was... And
0: some people did. Can I just say before we begin, though, um, (coughs) in fairness, GWS are the most impressive football team I've seen all year. They looked to powerhouse, didn't they? And and even
1: to hear Brendan Bolton assess the game afterwards you know he, he was speaking in glowing terms in terms of the intensity yeah. with which the goal uh, the, the Greater West City players really uh, ran you know and, and, and um, well they've got running machines all over the yeah. ground and um, we were we were our players were under siege there's no doubt about it and um, they're, they're impressive side yeah. and, and so they should be I mean if you think about it about the you know the uh, the genesis of the team and yeah. you know immediate access to the the plethora of the best young talent in in Australia. Mm. You know, he's a group that's, what, been together four or five years now and, and by right should be really starting to come through. And and admittedly, like all clubs, none of the least of which is Carlton, GWS has injury concerns, but, boy, Crocky, they, they're going to give it a shake, I reckon. They really like are. That.
0: When they're full fit and firing, um, look out. I mean, based on... Well, just some of the passages I play, I mean, right from the word go, I, th- I missed the first five minutes, but uh, apparently there was, like, from the, s- from the first bounce they were just switched on, ready to go. They were. Um, they're, you know, they're disciplined, they're united, they're um, extraordinarily skillful.
1: They're hungry too. Yeah. You know, they've had the disappointments in recent years, you know, this time of year, so uh, they're hungry, and I think that's a, a, it's hard to quantify hunger, but I, I think it's a it's an important component uh, in the um, in the complete picture of GWS, and uh, I just think if they can maintain their list going into September, um, they're an intimidating team. They're, yeah. they're going to trouble a lot of teams. Um, you know, we, we will not be alone there, Tony, in terms of uh, the way we've had to. Well, the duress in which we were under against that team, they, they were impressive.
0: Well, there's not much to take away from uh, the game. There are a few things. To me, most notably, is the fact that our recruitment manager had a lot to do with the fact that they played very well. So, yay, sauce. <laughs> and I think we can we can take that as a win for Carlton.
1: Well, we can. And, um, look, if you look at the, the, our players too, I, I guess for a, a lot of them, particularly younger players, it was a real, you know, I hate using the phrase, a learning curve, it was... Um, but you'd have to think, you know, players like Dow and O'Brien, uh, Harry McKay. We'll talk a bit more about him. Yeah, um, Marchbank. All these players who can only benefit from an experience like that. And I mean, in many ways, GWS is the benchmark. Mm. You know, for the players that were, were experienced, uh, experienced uh, experience that um, situation at the weekend. Um, I mean, it's to, to a rude awakening in many respects, but an understanding too in terms of what it will actually take Yeah, to compete with the best of them. So, um, you know, that's a, a, a great experience that I'm sure the players to a man will glean a lot from because um, in GWS that, that was a formidable opposition.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was a few head-in-hand moments, but there was also, you know... You just had to sit back and and marvel in awe at uh, what that team had assembled. Obviously, mm. they were given a lot of preferential treatment, and you, and you wonder then in this day and age. I mean, I, Richmond as a as a Melbourne-based club, they I guess they've done it the hard and the smart way. Um, GWS have been let's say gifted quite a bit of help thanks to the the AFL. Um, how do we get there? Well, that, well, that's true.
1: I mean, that and there's no it's no. Click your fingers, is it? I mean, it's going to take time for Silvani to, you know, to to build this list and and, um, um, get as many good players in the club as we can, get them playing together and and really gelling as a a football team. Look, there are mitigating factors, I'm sure. We've had a lot of players out this year, no doubt about that. Mm. But then you look at GWS... I mean, Dylan Shield didn't start that game, nor did Scully. Yeah. And then you look at the last quarter; we were there down yeah. to sixteen. Yeah, I mean, sixteen used to be a, a, a wonderful number here at Carlton mm, yeah, um, yes, time, did. <laughs> but uh, uh, and it, the, it had nasty connotations uh, the weekend, didn't it? Uh, um,
0: and that, that was a quarter. There was a bit of spirit in the third quarter, but the the uh, the last quarter, GWS just really piled it on.
1: And I, 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 Carlton, the Carlton place just couldn't, um, you know. Couldn't um, cope with it, it seemed. Um, very, very good football team, GWS, and you just have to hope that the Carlton players come back um, the right
0: way this week on the road to um, Western Australia. Well, we will uh, get to previewing that game in a moment, but um, uh, you look at certain statistics GWS 401 disposals to Carlton's 306, so that's a, an average of 25 a quarter that we were down. Uh, GWS 156 contested possessions to Carlton's 120. Um, the rays of light, uh, the brightest, the shiniest, obviously was Harry McKay, and he was playing up forward. So we we're playing two talls up forward. Um, you could see the logic of that, but they were playing a very tall backline.
1: Well, well, they were. But look, let's talk about Harry McKay for a moment, Tone. It was fabulous to see him, you know, uh, backing himself in and taking those clunking grabs. And he's such a mobile player too. Yeah. It's magnificent watching him swing on the left boot and backing himself in from fifty or sixty out. Like the way he pushes himself up the ground, not dissimilar to the way Revolt did. Uh, yeah, when he played at St Kilda. I, I and and you know with Harry, he's still so very raw. So you, you you know that as he develops and you know grows into his body, as they say, and gets mm. games under him. What a what a what a potent force he will be, particularly in tandem with, with Charlie Curno. And um, look, on a grim, grim Sunday afternoon, um, you know, Harry stood like a beacon, didn't he? Yeah. It was a magnificent performance. Um, to kick three in a team that was really overpowered by yeah. a, by GWS, I thought that was an incredible showing from Harry Mackay. And, and it's, with every week we're seeing... Um, the progress of of this player who obviously has great ability as, as Stephen Silvani identified when, when he called his name so um, that was that was a you know, something for for us to save a ton yeah. on a day when there were not too many positives that's uh, that's for sure
0: no well I, and I noticed when he was on the bench um Charlie Charlie became the focus up forward but he was he was being double teamed by two very tall defenders and uh, you know that loose man that we should have had just didn't appear. No. Um, but then, you know, I don't. I don't think there was there was much Carlton could have done to have checked uh, GWS's rampant run. No, no. The,
1: the run was uh, was uh, clearly a worry for the for the the Carlton collective. Um, and you know, Charlie battled on pretty manfully. But you know, you think of him, m- m- Harry McKay, but also those other young players, Dale O'Brien, Marchbank. They'll glean a lot from that, Tony. Yeah. You know, and they'll learn a lot. Um, as I said earlier, GWS. You know, you, you've got to put them right up there. You, you rate them. Yeah. In the absolute elite terms of the competition, and um, they're going to trouble a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, look,
0: if they want to knock Richmond off uh, in the uh, the last game of the year, um, more power to them. I say. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, shine the light on uh, a player that we absolutely uh, just. Yeah, we love him here at the Two Tones. The great Patrick Cripps, uh, how'd you rate his performance, Tone? Well, look, I thought Ward probably had the better of him, I have to say. Yeah. And, and,
1: you know, it's a rarity this this season that we could suggest for a moment that um, Patrick Cripps had his colours lowered. But yeah. I, I, do, I do think that Ward, um, Cal Ward, had probably the better of Cripps in that game. Um, you know, you, know, you, you look at... Um, uh, at Cripps's numbers they're not too bad but I don't think they were as damaging as they have been in in yeah. other occasions this year and uh, Cripps is probably entitled to a down or two he's been yeah. you know he's it's part- been a long yeah. long hard year probably for him more than anyone you know having to deal with the responsibilities of the captaincy for a long part of the season yeah on top of worrying about his own game in, in a year where you know we we are uh, bereft of numbers um I suppose it was always going to be that possible letdown mm. somewhere along the line. Um, it's hard to be critical of him, though. He, he's been outstanding. and Well, uh, power to, to Ward. I thought he did a great job on Cripper on in that particular game. Um, but we didn't have too many winners over the ground, it must no. be said.
0: No, we didn't. Can I ask, um, you might know this, who was on Josh Kelly? Oh, that's a
1: great question, Tony. Um, question without notice. I, I, I'm not sure who was going head-to-head with him, uh whether it was O'Brien... It, it, I, I it ended up being Ed Kurnow in the end, didn't well, it? Well, I think or? it was, but, um, but I mean, you talk of... Like, he, Kelly, to me, I mean, he's a he's more complete player than yeah. Scully because I think he's, he, you know, he, he's in and under, whereas Scully's more of an outside player. Uh, and, he, and he seems to have as much speed as as, as um, Scully does. He's a glorious footballer. Yeah, you know, yes he's got that he raking left foot. It's, it's you know... You, you have to admit it. You know, it's a pleasure to see him actually out there playing. Um, you know, it wasn't wrapped on him seeing doing the damage against Carlton, but you know, taken in isolation, he's a he's a he's a very accomplished footballer, and yeah. um, it's frightening to think what is ahead for for a young player like Kelly. Is um, you know, only in the first third or quarter of his career, he, he's a fine footballer. So, look, we were just we were just out by a very very. Um, um, creditable football team and um, as I said earlier um, they're going to take a lot of scalps GWS mm-hmm. um, in the run home I, I believe um, if they have a bit of luck with injury I think they're going to be they're
0: going to be there at the pointy end tone as they say yeah well they weren't too lucky on Sunday were they they had well as you said they were down to 16 men and there were a lot of commentators who like to repeat that fact that Carton were beaten in the last quarter by a team with uh, essentially two men down and um, uh, so, look, we'll we'll see how they go this week. Uh, but, Tone, before we get on to previewing Carlton's game against Frio, you need to give us your three votes.
1: <laughs> Gee this is a hard, hard uh, exercise to hope. But, look, I went with um, uh, the old reliable. I went with uh, number six, a little big man, Cade Simpson. I just thought he was pretty valiant uh, on a day where, you know, the team was, as a collective, was under siege. So... Mm. I just believe to Simo. Had a great year, Simo. Yeah, in a, yeah. In a big year for him. Um, uh, hasn't lost a yard, Tony, and he's still as competitive as ever. I love the way he plays, and um, no worries with him settling up again next year, I feel. Uh, two votes to another uh, senior um, figure at the club, Dale Thomas. Yeah. I, I thought um, to Toby Green, I think he stood early in the game. Toby came off injured, um, but I thought he did a pretty good job. He was probably one player. You'd say probably one his one on one duel with his opponent. Yep. And three, um, to the to the big fellow at uh, up forward, Harry McKay. I thought he was three goals, um, eight marks. Great to see some of those big grabs, yes. you know. Um you know, that's the future, isn't it? Yeah. Right there, Tony. And um to see him and, and and Charlie lurking around that forward fifty, you know, when you think about um what this, what, what it's going to be like when, you know, we can get our balance right and we're starting to get clean ball into the forward 50. Yeah. How dangerous these two players are going to really be for Carlton. What great focal points they are for yeah. the team. And um, I, I think that's, uh, that's, um, that certainly whets the appetite. You know, you're thinking that, you know, the tall timbers up front, McKay and Charlie Curnow. You You have to think they're going to be at the forefront uh, for Carlton for many years to come. That's great. Who
0: crumbs then in that um, scenario? Well, do you? I mean, you know, you need a, I guess, a, a bets type player as a, as a third option. Well, you do, you
1: know, and I suppose um, uh, Manny Wright's been the, the man uh, um, at the moment for, for that task. Fellow that tends to pick up his twos and three goals uh, along the way. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure that I- in time, um, Bolton, I think, has been on the record as saying that we wanted to get our defence settled first. And to a large extent, that was done. That was yeah, a, that was a yeah. done deal. Until, you know, yeah. Docherty broke down and then suddenly Ploughman went over and uh, weedering yeah. uh, Jakob Weedering hasn't been um, available. So there's been issues up, up we back. We Liam Jones
0: in there as well. And Liam Jones. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we've been decimated in the, the defensive half, but... The forward line is, I suppose, it's fair to say, still a work in progress, mm. um, and time will tell, I suppose, Tony, as to who make up the that, that front six. The other player, I think, it must come into the equation, and he played at the weekend is um, is Jared Pickett. Oh yeah. But again, Jared Pickett had an injury interrupted year and mm. has really sort of struggled to um, to readjust after that long layoff, but. But there's a play with inherent natural ability. Yeah, and, and
0: I, from what I've seen, I've really liked oh yes, uh, Jared yeah. Pickett this year. Yes. And give him a pre-season and, a, you know, a, an extended injury-free period. Yeah. And I, I, I think we're going to see some just some great things from him.
1: And a, and a most engaging character he is too, Tony. He's okay. a really, really friendly fellow. And probably the most impressive thing I find in Jared Pickett is that uh, if you've had... You've been lucky enough to meet him. You see him again. He remembers your name. And that's a gift. Oh, yeah, Yeah, it is. That'll
0: take him far. It will. I tell you. He wears a great number too. So uh, he's worn with pride. Okay, well, thank you for that tone, those three votes. Um, I won't recap the score. There's just no point. We'll just draw a line under that and we move on. We now preview round 21 against Freo. The team are, uh, thanks to Virgin Airlines, heading off to uh, Perth. You'll you're obviously be in first class. Oh, naturally, yeah. Across. And if the pilot gets free, promising, I'll jump in and do what I have to, Tone. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, Optus Stadium. Um, uh, fancy uh, an Optus. What were we when we were sponsored by Optus? We were yeah, a Optus stadium. Optus Oval, we were we right. too, yeah. yeah. So
1: they, it, the word takes a little while to filter through to WA. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, um, and, In <laughs> fact, that's the first time we'll be playing at the newly developed stadium, Toneys, uh, yes. which is interesting. Uh, and it is—is is it a twilight game? Oh
0: no, it's not. It's early two, 2. 40. forty p.m. That's but that's Australian Western time. Standard Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is what for us about four forty. It'll,
1: it'll be four forty, I guess here. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd imagine you'd be getting a couple of quiet ones in before the military. Palmer down at the
0: graveyard. Uh, oh, we'll see how we go. I'm probably going to be watching it on the laptop at home and scaring the kids with my reaction. <laughs> I imagine that's probably what I'll be doing. You don't have a cat, do you, Toby? No, no, oh, no, no. no. Uh, cat is uh, well, the, yeah. The old dog the, before we lost her, um, she she knew to be in another part of the house. <laughs> uh, she, she was a smart girl. <laughs> okay. What do you know about the surface at the, at that at the new ground? I mean, we we hear about. Uh, Eddie Head Stadium being a hard surface to play on because it's essentially built on a car park. Mm. What's um, What's the feedback been about Optus Stadium? Look,
1: I can't answer that. I I don't know what the what the feedback is on it. Suffice to say, I don't think there's been too many um, serious injuries accrued on on that ground since since the redevelopment. I I, you know I I can always remember Subiaco Oval as a you know dry track, a a really hard strip, and, and a lot of players went over with knees on that ground. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's been an incidence of serious injury at Optus Stadium to date. Um, may stand corrected there. But, but um, no, I don't, I don't think the, the ground poses any, you know, diabolical threats to either um, West Coast, Fremantle, or visiting teams like Carlton this week. So um, I'd imagine the players, you know, they'll, they'll fly out probably Saturday. Um, they'll be together. They would have had the opportunity all week to take stock, review mm. what what happened against GWS, and and move on pretty quickly. So, um, I, th- I think the fact that you know Brendan Bolton has an opportunity to get out of town with the players uh, is a good thing. Um, you know the team's pretty close, but I, I'm sure it'll it'll bond closer now uh, mm. leading into this challenge. And uh, well, let's face it, you know um, they can throw everything. And the kitchen sink at, at Fremantle? Why not? Um, you yeah. know, there'll be players playing for their careers. There'll be other players, younger younger players, that are with every game trying to establish themselves as you know better fide league footballers. So, pl- plenty of players have got plenty to play for, Tony. Yeah, make no mistake.
0: Oh, ain't that the truth? Now, uh, last time Carlton played for our it was round thirteen. It was that Eddie had we uh, lost that one sixteen. Forty-six to
1: fifteen, thirteen, one hundred and three. Oh, yeah, that was a, an abysmal performance, if I remember. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you get them on your home digs, you'd expect a, a, a probably a more competitive showing than that one.
0: Now, um, who's uh, uh, who's going to be under the nose of the selection committee? Is there anyone coming back from injury that we should know about?
1: Well, I did say that um, you know Matt Cruiser, if you know, if, excellent. If um, you know. The, Medicos give him the all clear will be yeah. will be probably a chance to resume it's been you know a, a strange one to say the least yeah. you know? and uh, they've obviously the Medicos have gone softly softly with him you know um, um, you know it's been what has it been three weeks now coming up for, for a month I suppose yeah so he it has, sounds like the best part of a month yeah so so he, he hasn't played for a little while so you would imagine that he may come back into um, calculations you've got well, yeah, uh, Jakob Wietring, you yeah. recall, you know, put his body on the lining uh, that in that interview of May of the Gold Coast. Yeah. Great, great effort. Um, so you'd like to think that he might be thereabouts. Jack Silvani, who yeah. withdrew at the end, He was a energy. late out. Yeah, I'd imagine all these players are tests. Um, they're probably uh, the players that would be most likely. You're, you're looking at those three players would be, I think, around the mark. And then when you go down the list, Tony, unfortunately... You see names with uh, the word season yeah uh, penciling alongside you know and i mean it's uh, it's a horror story david cunningham zach fisher liam jones andrew phillips tom williamson sam Doherty, alex sylvani and lockie plowman now how many is that one two three that's nine so that, wow. that and if you look at that group say, like 44 yeah
0: yeah and,
1: and you'd say of that, of that nine mm. You'd probably say all nine of them yeah. would feature in Carlton's best team. Yeah. So while we, you know, uh, we hear of the sad yeah. stories at, at Collingwood and uh, GWS and, and, and wherever, Carlton has not been untouched. Mm. And, and, and really, if you think about it, <laughs> what Brendan Bolton has had to um, deal with, given his limited resources mm. at, at his disposal... It's probably no surprise that you know we're 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 really um, we seem to be dragging our feet, you know, as the season draws to its um, to its end. So yeah. it's been it's been a tough year, no doubt, no question about it. Um, you don't make excuses, but there have been some mitigating
0: factors. Yeah, I think that's always worth keeping in mind. Anyway, well, look, um, the, uh, any of the players. Who, you, so you said Silvani and Cruiser and Jakob, but yeah, May, Yarkov, Yes. we're not. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, nail you down here, Tone, but uh, at least if You're those... going for the throat, Tom. No, 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 no no, 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 all I'm saying, if they, if, they, if even we get, let's say, two of those three playing, I mean, that's uh, that's all upside, if you ask me. Yeah,
1: very true. And what I say, in Cruz's absence, I think that lob has he's done a great been job. magnificent. Oh, he's been great. He's been great. It's funny, isn't it, when you think about, well, gee, why has it taking him this long, you know? Again, I think he's a player that has had an injury interrupted season, But I believe that you know since his call up, um, he's been admirable. Yeah. You know, in the way he contests the centre bounces and follows up on the um, on the initial play, um, second and third effort. So I think I think he really sets a tone, and I love seeing that. I mean, mind you, Cruiser plays that way too. Yeah. But I, I think to deputise for Cruzer so late in the season, he's done a very, very
0: good job for Carlton. And, um, so do they both play if Cruzer's back? Oh,
1: that's a good question. I don't know if you can play them both. I'm not yeah. sure about that. Um, and without sort of
0: analysing the, the tools for um, from Antle, I'm, I'm not so sure. Because um, we've been down this road before with a, a surfeit of talented Ruckman. And we know what happened, um, the beneficiaries being Adelaide and Richmond. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, yes. To varying degrees, I might yes. point out. But, uh, yeah, so we we don't want to have that kind of talent inside the tent and then, uh, and then I don't know, um, uh, let him walk for, for lack of opportunity. That's very true, Tony.
1: Um, I'll look, I, I think Lobb's done enough to show that, you know, he'll be a required player in yeah. 2019. And uh, you just have to hope that... Uh, big Cruz can actually get his body right um, yeah. because um, on song he's, he's an important Carlton footballer oh we love him
0: we love him alright well um, that is as we said 2.40pm uh, Perth time on Sunday uh, now before we go Tone um, we're going to preview next week on the two tones yes we will Tone um, next week uh, we will have in the
1: studio as a guest um, Dan Eddy uh, yes. the, the author uh, you may recall, um, uh, wrote uh, a tribute to uh, Dick Reynolds, uh, Dick Reynolds' biography, King mm. Richard, and more recently won um, uh, plaudits for his book, um, uh, what was it, Larrikins and
0: oh, Heroes? Yes. I think it was.
1: Heroes and Larrikins? No, memory. there were three in the title, memory. <laughs> About the, the boys that were there for the you know the three premierships, 79, 81, 82, um, the first of them under Jesuleko, the second under and third under Parkin. Great read it was too. Well, Dan just completed a book uh, on the Norm Smith medalists, uh, players who delivered on football's grandest stage, Tony. And, of course, it opens up with the inaugural winner, Wayne Harms. And um, I have uh, started to read Wayne's story Fabulous it is too, yeah. Uh, and of course, we'll be looking in detail with Dan when when um, he sits in next week on the um, on our other uh, North Smith medalists: uh, Bruce Duhl, um and, David Reese uh, Jones, and Greg Williams oh. in '95. So, so I'm sure that will be something that um, our listeners will um, devour uh, when, when when Dan. Uh, comes in to reflect on,
0: on his new tome. Very um, much looking forward to that. And a, a tome it is. That weighs in at about 400 pages, doesn't yes, it? Yes, right?
1: it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's... What are we up around? <laughs> uh, It's a story esque It's 576 pages. Jesus. There uh, we with, go. ends with Dusty Martin, but uh, oh, yeah. all the good stuff's up front. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes, so uh, we'll, we'll digest that next week. That will be fun, Tone. And might and I say, Tony, i also just had uh, uh, the... Uh, uh, Great fortune to sit down with uh, Paddy Dow. Ah, um, I just got an opportunity to chat with Paddy about the season so far. He's inaugural season at senior level. How he's found it. Um, what, are the, what have been the pitfalls? Haven't been too many. He, he's um, he talked about how he loved the opportunity to you know take responsibility in the in the. In the centre. Yeah. You know, with Murphy out of the team, I guess the opportunity opened up perhaps sooner than he actually anticipated. Yeah. But he talked about how much he loved the club, how much he loved coming to training, how much he loved the experience of playing league football. And he's very measured, mature fellow tone. um, And he's talking about how uh, he was boarding, I think, for a while at Geelong (laughs) Geelong Grammar, if memory serves. Uh, And he talked about um, whether it was through the academy at the time that he, he actually had occasion to train for two weeks at uh, at the Geelong Football Club. Yeah. And I asked him whether he was exposed to any of the Geelong plays. He said, oh, yes, we're, tra- we're, trained, we're trained with all of them. And um, he ac- actually acknowledged uh, Joel Selwood. He said he was a f- fabulous person in, in actually welcoming me oh. to the club and taking me. in. It was yeah. lovely to hear, you know. Yeah. So he talks about... He talks about um, you know the preparations for his, his maiden season of league football, and reflecting now on uh, on the near the end of it, you know what, what he's learnt and gleaned from the game. Um, most insightful, thoughtful person, a very nice fellow. Um, what a player, Tony, too. What well, what a player, twenty nineteen for Paddy Dow. I'll absolutely, say. absolutely. Um,
0: well, it's interesting. We recruited more uh, players in the past from Geelong Grammar. I wonder how Prince Charles would have gone. I don't know as an a anti. Uh, what do you reckon? Where would you play Prince Charles? Well, well, I don't know where you play. You, well,
1: you talk. You mentioned earlier, Tony, you're looking for a Will of the Wisp Ford yeah. at, at the foot of Harry Mackay. Well, yeah. you know, HRH in the pocket. Probably. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. But um, but he's not totally unknown to the club either. I might say, Prince yeah. Charles, because you will recall, Tony, in 1972 when we we kicked the record score in a grand final against Richmond. Yeah. The postscript to that game was the the world tour of uh, Europe um, and I think it ended up in Singapore on the way back. But there was a game that Carlton played against the All-Stars, which was a conglomerate of players from all over the country and I think in that team were players like Mel Brown, Malcolm Blight and yeah. Glenn Hewitt. Uh, Leighton Hewitt's father was was in that particular touring party. And um, the players, the Carlton players, were introduced to His Royal Highness on the Oval oh, before yeah. that match. And I have seen a photo of um, of Big Nick introducing Prince Charles to Bruce Duhal. And <laughs> reading between the lines, looking at the photo, I don't think there was a hell of a lot said. <laughs>
0: okay, that's unusual. That's right. Uh, that's all from us. We uh, we wish Carlton, of course, all the best against Freo. Um Song for the week Tone. You've been working on it, I know. Well, I think, given where we are at the end of the season and, and given, I guess, how I felt as I left the MCG the other day, I've chosen a song from a British band of the 1960s. What was your suggestion earlier that thought well,
1: it might be? Well, I thought it might have been help <laughs> for the Beatles, but uh, <laughs> I don't. Mean, it's a very facetious thing of me to say, Tony, and I, I, I withdraw that comment immediately.
0: <laughs> right, I'm going to put you out of your misery because it was driving you mad before you hit the record button, and I'll put Lucy out of her misery too, our producer. It's by Pink Floyd, and it's simply called Comfortably Numb.